This is Biz, and if hosting One Bad Mother for over 10 years has taught me anything, it's that parenting is hard and nobody gives a shit. So belly up to the low bar, where fine is good enough and you'll never feel alone. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, ooh, you're in trouble! I am speaking about getting in trouble with Amy Fusselman. <laughs> okay, I'm so excited, everybody. Amy Fusselman. I can only say her name like that. I just don't Fusselman. Like I'm a principal and I'm angry. But you may remember Amy from uh, episode 501 of this very podcast. She is the author of five books. Her latest which is why we had her on uh, back in 501, is The Means. It is her first novel of all of those books. Uh, her first four books, are all nonfiction, translated into several languages. She's basically amazing, and I adore her. And I'm so excited to have her back uh, to talk about getting in trouble, because I feel like, Amy, I feel like you and I would have been bad influences on each other. Truly, truly so much trouble. Oh. So much trouble. It's a good thing we were meeting later in life. Yeah. Which I actually think it's more fun to get in trouble when you're older. Like, I feel like you can kind of get a, like you're wiser now, right? Like we're mm -hmm. wiser. Mm -hmm. We can choose our trouble, you know? Yeah. 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 I agree. Hey, well, we'll talk about some trouble we'd like to get into. But first, please remind us who lives in your house. Mm. Mm. Yes, I live in my home with my partner, Frank, my right now, since it's holiday break, two of my <laughs> two of my college age children, God. sons, and then one high school sophomore and a dog and a dog <laughs> who gets into yeah. more trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pro I don't uh, probably the grownups. Yeah. 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 All right. Getting into trouble. You've got this is great. Because you've got uh, kids of a certain age mm -hmm. and uh, you have now lived through at least two of them having been within a window of getting into trouble that you might have been aware of. But mm -hmm. I want to like start with, do you remember some of the worst things you got in trouble for? Like, can you, I mean, like, were you a, were you a kid that got into trouble? No, I was like such a straight arrow kid. Yeah. And then I wasn't. It yeah. was just such a swing. There was like no middle ground. It's so, yeah, yeah. Well, it's so, right, so sad. When did that happen? When did you become the bad seed? I became the bad seed when I, I was like a kid athlete, which I think really mm. does help you sort of delay. It's like you know, you have a you have a delay, a social delay in some ways when you're a, a kid athlete. And so I waited until I quit my sport, yeah. which was figure skating. And then all that sort of like un, you know, unexplored territory was just so up for grabs. And I basically like, yeah. And then and at the same time, I'm I moved out of my parents' home and went to this board Catholic boarding school. Oh. I'm not Catholic in Pennsylvania. There you go. So so there you yeah. Go. <laughs> so my first like getting in trouble was like with nuns, really, which mm. was like a, a whole like a ball game. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, talk about a, a new athletic sports uh, <laughs> Catholic school nuns. Actually, wow, that just sounds like a formulaic rise to yeah. getting in trouble potential. Right. So, you, you know, student athletes, I mean, not student, young athletes, that means you, and figure skating, that uh, means I, I got to guess, never yeah. saw the light of day. Never, you were yeah. always, right? They're, they're so nuts, those people. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah. I have a lot to say about figure skating. Yeah. <laughs> well, good news from this yeah. side. My children can't stand it and have no natural gift for agility. So, Yay! 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 Oh, no. Saturdays are wide open in our house. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Oh, my God. You don't have to participate in the whole. I had one of my three was like the designated athlete and yeah. the, the the hockey mom, like the oh, my like the faux brag, like, oh, we're spending two hours. We have to get up at four and go to Dick's Hills. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I like that you call it the faux brag. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 it is. Totally. Oh, I'm so, yeah. 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 So then Catholic school. All right. I am going to, just to make you feel comfortable, I'm going to share my worst getting in trouble yes. moment ever. I was <gasps> second child and my mother described it as, you know, there's a line that you're not supposed to cross, right? And she said, your sister, my older sister, ran screaming over that line back and forth. So the folks always knew exactly where she was, what she was doing. They, mom always said, but with you, Elizabeth, you studied how that worked and you tiptoed around that line and we never knew what you mm, were doing. Stealthy. Stealthy. I was like, why is, is gaining yeah, yeah. So, and I was an, look, I was a, I was a good kid. But uh, in, I'm going to say it was, I think it was eighth grade, eighth grade, my friend, Kim Bullock, they had red hair. So they were naturally a bad influence, according to my mother. Oh, those uh, gingers. The gingers. So uh, Kim Bullock uh, and I made a plan to go tell each other's parents we were spending the night at the other <gasps> person's house because we were in walking distance to each other. And then... We instead walked over to another friend of ours who lived in an apartment. Ooh. And when their, their mom was out of town. And we went over, and by the way, we were like totally skater chicks. Actually, <laughs> I was such a fake skater chick, right? Like I looked more like a like a bad, you know lead singer of the cure kind of nice. look at that oh, time oh yeah i'll find that picture uh <laughs> while kim was kim was the real deal anyway so we go and i mean echo and the bunny men are playing people are smoking there i'm sure there's drinking i'm not doing any of those things i'm just there i'm just hanging out it's very cool and then suddenly somebody comes in to the room we're all in there's like people it's like totally a party they come in and they say, hey, uh, there's some guy outside uh, calling for you and Kim. And I was like, what? And we start to walk out onto the apartment, like not balcony, but walkway that goes in front of all the doors to the apartments, looking down at the parking lot. And all you hear is my father's voice standing next to the car, 
just yelling out repeatedly. And yelling is the wrong word. Mm-hmm. It's more like Elizabeth Ellis and Kim <laughs> Bullock. Come to the car now. Whoa. Elizabeth Ellis, Kim Bullock. Like, come to yeah. the car right now. So we, so we, you know, go down and my father says nothing. He just opens the door, gets in the car. Mama's in the front seat. Ooh. Kim and I open the doors, sit down, close the door. And of course the car just immediately fills with the smell of cigarette smoke. Yep. Yep. Nothing is said. They drive Kim to her house and let her out. They drive back to our house. Again, nothing is said, which may be the worst thing possible. Truly. We we get in, we get to the the house, get into the house. And I'm like, I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) And they just look at me. And I can't, I really, I can't remember if it was mama or papa, but they said, you're not grounded, but we don't trust you anymore. Mm, Stab. Oh my God. Oh my God. My God. It was, let me tell you, it was exactly the right thing to do too. As like, as a parent, like my, my sister was grounded like 90% of her high school life, right? In fact, mm-hmm. that would turn into battles of, you know, why don't you just ground me? Okay, you're you're grounded. Get out of the hell. Now you're grounded for two weeks, right? Yeah, like, right, <laughs> right. Yes. But, and I will, and everybody, I will tell you, I was in entering into 11th grade. We had mm. moved towns. I was starting a new school and- a uh, boy that I knew from camp was coming to pick me up to take me to a party with other people I knew from camp. It wasn't like a date or anything. He was just going to drive me over. And mom was like, I don't know. I don't know if she should go, blah, blah, blah. And Papa just walks by and goes, I trust her. I don't think he has any knowledge of the impact. Like, I'm pretty sure they had just already moved way past all that. Oh, my he God. He said he trusted me. And I, again, again. Wow major major impact wow so i mean you know you were absolved so like look at that it it was catholicism at it was in my house but i was totally absolved and i to this day Mm. to this day still remember that also like like paying off that loan to my dad as well just that last check yeah Yeah. so good uh so amy you gotta tell me why, oh, I my mean, God. I mean, look, I understand that one's really hard to be. But yeah, no, I can't. I mean, it's not I, but possible. I gotta know. You got to have gotten me where there are yeah. knives involved, stealing. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> I mean, that I had to I have to just say, though, I have to give a little shout out to your parents. because yeah. I think that's such a genius. Yes. move like to do the pickup like to that, like JFK on steroids announcement, yeah. like <laughs> Is like that for one genius yeah. showmanship and, yeah and then the whole thing in the car with the knot because they who what were they thinking about they're probably playing scrabble in their head yeah. you know yeah. what i mean yeah but you dying oh. dying. dying yeah dying. parents i know from now from where i sit i'm like oh wow yeah. 
That is oh, yeah. baller, baller yeah, move. Yeah, it I'm is. Putting, I'm putting that in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. write it down, everybody. That's, yes. <laughs> it's a good one. Sometimes yeah. saying nothing is exactly. way more impactful. Truly. My, I mean, this is the one that's coming to mind for me is not, it's just sort of, it's just kind of sad is that um, <laughs> I, again, with this, I just was having a, like, adjust, like, yeah. that was sort of a phrase when I was a kid that doesn't seem like you hear it much anymore, but like, a, like adjustment issues. Yeah. Like I had, I was having adjustment. <laughs> they call it lots of other things yeah, now, there's, but there's still, lots of new names. Yeah. Still but, an adjustment uh, issue. <laughs> I was having trouble adjusting biz, like major <laughs> trouble adjusting. And like to my new home with the nuns yeah. in in a dry town in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, gosh. I was having a lot of adjustment problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I show up at this I show up at this new school where, of course, I don't even you know I just as a as a figure skating high yeah. schooler I was already so deep into the uncool kids table like yeah. Yeah. this was my moment you know <laughs> at for, at Catholic boarding school right to redeem myself. <laughs> So I show up and I have a roommate. P.S. Mm. Like I, my family of origin, I had one older. My brother was like ten years older uh, than me. So we yeah. were both raised like only children. So it, uh, you know, which is an also an adjustment issue. P.S. Yeah. Like you know, when you you always know when you meet those only kids because it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, you never had to share your toys. <laughs> like I can, I'm sorry, for, you know, but yeah. I mean, just like words. So, <laughs> so I get there and my roommate is like just basically came with like a shoebox full of like Valium. Ah! And I'm like, you know, I was like, okay, this <laughs> is gonna be different, you know? <laughs> and I sort of soldiered through like yeah. that first, you know, oh they had this God. thing called month end where you you got to go home like once a month. Yeah. So um, we had no, you know, I was just trying to like, be one I was literally like the the like what they show movies about yeah. like the people who are so desperate to fit yeah. in you know yeah. I would have been like god forbid I was rushing for a fraternity you know yeah. what I mean yeah. like I was so <laughs> like fresh meat yeah do so, you want to bury me in a coffin <laughs> exactly okay. I'm game for your okay. love and acceptance yes. I'm right uh, yeah just put me in I'll climb in myself that's right yeah, that that's where I was so oh, we don't me. I know it was so sad. So we didn't, um, there were no prescription drugs in my home that I knew of. This was sort of like a new world for me, but we did have alcohol. And so I helpfully, I thought helpfully, um, filled like some shampoo bottles with, you know, like we had some like shitty cognac, you know, like a, like a, like a schnapps. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I brought those, you know, back yeah. For my roommate. He's like, hey guys, you know, I went Which to the I store. Got. Yeah. Shake it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this was I yeah. also having, you know, no real like just again with the no middle ground. Like yeah. I puked oh, like you did. bubbles. Yeah. You did. Bubbles yeah. for like oh, yeah. three days. It was yeah. horrible. Oh, horrible. My God. And it wasn't that. But the thing that sucked the most was that, I mean, this isn't even what I got in trouble with was, was my peer group, yeah. which for me meant more at the time. Yeah. yeah. Because my new roommate, you know, miss like whatever, like had to take care of me. Super I was cool found, drug addict. She had yeah, super cool drug addict <laughs> roommate, like found me wandering naked in the hall. She told me, 
And I was mortified, like beyond. I would have much rather been suspended by Sister Mary Pat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Than have that happen. Oh. Yeah. It was brutal. Brutal. Like, I think the core of that and even mine and most getting in trouble and why I think at the beginning we were joking about how much it may be more fun to get in trouble as adults is because when you are a kid, you're just a fucking moron. I mean, it doesn't matter how cool or how like, okay, maybe there's like one or two kids who are just born to navigate it and do it. But the rest of us are putting alcohol in shampoo bottles that we didn't clean, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or you're stealing the, you know, the joint, but it's like totally not a joint. It's just garbage, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like you, I mean, what I think about the alcohol exposure when I was in high school, it was like gas station shit. It was like Boone's Farm, mm-hmm. you know, Strawberry Hill. Like, I mean, just disgusting. Just like so gross. But everybody trying to, uh, you know, look how cool we all are. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's that's that mix of like being a moron and desperately like I wanted those skater kids to think I was cool and I was not cool FYI like it was and my father showing up to get me did not Mm. add to my street cred oh truly yeah at all and so uh I I think now that my kids are older I am like what are they gonna do what have they already done that I, I mean god i hope i i hope i don't know right like i keep telling my kids they're like can i sneak some candy and i'm like stop <laughs> asking me just do it for god's sakes just it's like like you know as long yeah. as it's not knives or yeah. like drugs or like you know all the stuff you're supposed to tell me about or ask me about right you want to fucking eat an entire bag of chips in your room just do it don't tell me Oh my God. God, you sweet. That's adorable. Children, you're so nice. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, it it is. is. But I need them, you know, I need them to get like a harder edge. I know. They're, they're, but yeah, they're, yeah. Come on. Wait, but now you got older kids. Yeah. Two are in college. And I would say Mm -hmm. my bigger mistakes, like my bigger bad choices getting in trouble, like, was all cop. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, eight yeah. years, three schools in and Whoa, out, nice. dropping, dropping out, a lot of like uh, failing parents eventually just being like, stop going for the love of God. <laughs> and I was like, you don't need that degree. Really? Right? This yeah. is just, you're just wasting money and time. You are ahead of your time. You are ahead oh, of your yeah. time. I'm like, talk to me if you want yeah. to hear about like the importance of a college education. If you're just not planning on becoming president <laughs> or a doctor. <laughs> I guarantee you there are a lot of good skills out there you could develop. Anyway, <laughs> I was like a mess. And so I you're like like you like you know your kids are like potentially mixing vodka and like tang or Gatorade, right? Like they're making dumb choices and get like 
but also I, because of being an adult and all my baggage, like I'm, I'm not just worried about stupid trouble. I'm worried about trouble. Yeah. Right. right. Like, yeah. Like trouble. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, sure. so right here it, in River City. Yeah. yeah right. It starts with T and it rhymes with P and it stands for public yeah, urination. I'm like, you know, I can think of a lot of P's right yeah. now, Amy. Right. So like you're so now I'm looking to you as my guide, as mm. my please tell me your experiences. Have they like have you gotten have your kids ever gotten in trouble? Amy, have those this kids is what gotten I'm in trouble? They those have kids. to have. Oh those hell kids. yeah. Of yeah. course they have. I mean, I mean I are have you to... ever like, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they have, of course they have. Yeah. They um, but I have to tell you, like, I do think one interesting thing that like is unusual maybe is just that and that I I've been learning like as so yeah. much of parenting, like learning on the job if you're trying yeah. to well, I mean, the whole thing is learning on the job, but yes. I did end up getting uh, getting sober in graduate school, like yeah. young, you know, so my kids have been raised, you know, in a sober household yeah. and I've been sort of clinging like a little bit like, oh, God, like it's coming. Like, how the fuck right. am I going to like help them negotiate this when, you know, because the one thing about like growing up with sober parents is like, it's really hard <laughs> to get drunk. I know. But also like it like for me who overthinks everything, I'm like, you know, growing up with a in a sober household, how similar is that to, you know, being a child athlete? Like like to mm -hmm. any any situation in which you are like and it it's not the same thing, but it sort of is the same thing. Like do does a kid who grows up in a sober household then immediately want to go out right and get drunk, right? right. Like yeah. and I, so I'm with you. I don't I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yes, that's a I'm just saying I fucking see the shit out of you. That's really yeah. yeah. No, it's like I mean, I was sort of in where my kids went to high school. It was clear in high school that they weren't that they they were around a lot of yeah. drugs and alcohol because every friggin high school is and that they weren't to my knowledge and yeah. what they told me like part of that scene. Um they also weren't like you know super popular high school kids so maybe it was just <laughs> kind helps. of all also like being the kind of you know having been like a dork at the dork table like yeah. I feel like you I have you know it's easier to support your yeah. fellow dork do you know what I mean it is like like because you've been there and um it was you know to to have a conversation like with my teen and be like yeah you know it's true like to, you know talking about like when you leave a party if you're not drinking like well yeah. I leave up when the when the when the other people start yelling I said like that's usually my not except Cute. you biz I love it when you yell oh, I yell all the time surprise <laughs> everybody thought I was on drugs and drunk when I was a kid everybody like people's parents called the school and they were like what is up with her oh is she on God. drugs and I'm like honey not even close <laughs> not even a little anyway 
but it's true. It's just like it's not when you're the people you're chatting with start getting like all up in your grill and yelling. It's like gotta go, you yeah. know. And I'm I'm way behind. Like here's a thing. It's called the Irish goodbye. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you just fucking leave. Yeah. Just fucking leave. Leave. Like, it's it's really nice to be able to just impart that stuff. So, um, but we did have like my middle kid. Just this past year, I'm thinking of this. Went out with his buddies. He was a freshman, okay? Yeah. And um, they went out. I think, was it New Year's Eve? It was something like that, which for me, like, among, yeah. you know, am- a.k.a. Amateur, amateur hour. hour. I know. Yeah, it is real. amateur hour. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So Don't he's go out. out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, uh, yeah, that, that holiday in particular. But um, so, you know, I'm just, we're still in the beginning of like, okay, I'm not tracking you. And that's yeah. like another thing. My kids were like, don't fucking stalk me. Like they were yeah. really yeah. anti-stalker app. And I was like, yeah, okay, I get yeah. it. P.S. Am I terrified? Yes. But yeah. I will not, I will not stalk you. I get it. Right. So um, it's like, of course, you know, I'm in that like parent sleep, which is like a not sleep. Like, yeah. where's my kid? Where's my kid? Where's my kid? Like until the door, until you yeah. hear that click, it's not really REM sleep. It's something, no. you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's that breastfeeding baby sleep. Yeah. yeah. You're back there. So it's 3 a.m. I'm like, where are you? You know? And yeah. so between three and seven, it's just becoming progressively oh. for me, like, where the yeah. fuck are yeah. you? So, yeah. And yeah. So I call, I call my, the kid's friend's mom. Okay. Yeah. Who I know a little bit and they're like, Oh, he's like, he's, she said they're out, you know, they're just out. It's, I don't know, or something. It was like inconclusive. And I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? You know, That's lady, I'm enough. swearing a lot. I'll stop swearing. <laughs> but like at 7am, there was still no answer <gasps> like of where's wow. what's happening. And I just got in a cab and started Googling like, yeah, this random kid's house he was at. I went, through, you know, and I showed yeah. up at some weird apartment and awoke this 17 year old I don't know. And I'm like, do you know where my kid is? You guys were supposed to be out last night. And he's super, he like is a well adjusted kid. Okay. Yeah. Like came <laughs> out, like, you know, he's probably just had sex with like 10 like porn right. stars. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, my hair's on fire. Yeah. Where's my son? And oh, he's up with, you know, this other kid at their house. And so like, I'm not even on the phone anymore. I'm yeah. just like, I'm in, I've gotten off the video game. Yeah. I'm in real space now. people. Yes. I'm charging up in the cab to 9 million street, you know? Yes. And I'm just like text. And finally I'm like, okay, where is this mom? And uh, the lady I texted at 3am was, you know, kind of three sheets herself. So she didn't realize right. that my son was in fact like asleep her on her house. couch. Yeah. On her couch. My and God. So, yeah. And so it just was one of those things. And I'm thinking now of your like brilliant father, because my kid, oh. I'm like, I'm down here in the yellow cab. Yeah. Get down here now. Yeah. And we just wrote home. It was like nothing, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, just, but that's I, 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 it's genius though. Yeah. I, you know, but like that, I am, I am all for the getting in the cab yeah and i mean this was like my mother there was a time where my good friend Lori crunk and i (laughs) were going to go see um we were gonna go see a rocky horror picture show on the college campus right it was like a uh, we thought it was a 10 like maybe it's like a 9 p.m or 10 p.m showing or something and we go 
And we get there and it turns out it's like a midnight showing or something. So again, no cell phones. I get on the phone, like on a pay phone, oh and I'm God. trying to call my parents. And we, because we'd gone across the street to like a, I don't know, burger place. And I'm calling and, I'm, and no one's answering the phone. I'm like, all right, well, I've tried calling. And we're sitting there at the burger joint. And I look past Laurie Crunk out the window into this alley that's across the street. And there are my parents. Oh, my sitting God. Sitting in a car. And it was so great. I said, Lori Crunk, pardon me for a second. And I walk over and I was like, hello. And they were like, you're supposed to be in the movie. And I said, ha, ha, the movie time wasn't what we thought. And I've been trying to call you at home to let you know. Oh, my God. And you're here. And they're like, oh. And we were all like, oh. And we're like, okay, <laughs> let's just walk away from this. Right? Like, I mean, it was just the bad, I love, like, I appreciated that, you know, yeah. like and at the time it was mortifying, but absolutely. Like, I think you get in that cab and you go out and you look, but did you have like, how, how are you? Oh, this is going to be a deeper question. And okay. Talk. Okay. Are you emotionally and i know what the answer is i apologize i'm just still gonna <laughs> anyway like are you have you will you be able to navigate like that is a really hard moment right mm -hmm. like that's just that's scary regardless of whatever your own history is sure yeah right but knowing that you're I, your kids are going out in the world. Like I, for me, and it's something I've talked about on the show in the past, and lots of therapists have said, get ready for extra therapy. Oh um, boy. As a uh, rape survivor from college, mm. I think, oh my God, I have a, you know, biological daughter, biological son. And I'm like, all right, I desperately don't want this to happen to either of my children. And I don't want my children to do it. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, for like, real. Yeah. I mean, and I like it is. It just becomes like, how do I prepare and how do I, you know, like there was nothing my parents could do to prepare me. I and mean, even my sister called me before I went to college and like shared an experience with me that ha happened to her and I just was like, uh -huh. you know, like, <laughs> right? Like, it's like, Aww. you don't know the iron is hot until you touch it. And right, right. Um, it, it is, yeah. So for you, especially with the alcohol, which you know is fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I know. To, talk to me. How do you like, well, I know I hear you because that's especially, you know, w raising sons. It's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I'm and also I'm sorry. Yeah. P.S. I'm sorry uh, that you're a rape survivor. I'm. Yeah. No. Too. It's, yeah. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Who is it? I know. I know. Anyway, I know. Let's really yeah, just we could, fucking yeah. go there. Go anyway, yeah. but we're not. But yeah. No. But how so, do you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was a lot of like just this sort of mantra like alcohol yeah. and sexual feelings are a potent mix like oh, you good. have to these are it's very overwhelming like you have to 
be get consent, get consent, get consent. Yeah. Like, you know, and I just kept talking Saying about it, it like an idiot, you know, no. and who wants to hear that? A what teen wants to hear that? Like, you'd rather mm. die, yeah. you know, but like, yeah, I just because especially because they were sort of my sons, you know, in high school were kind of straight arrow dudes. Yeah, I was expe- I was worried to experience, you know, what my my own trajectory, which was that I've lost my mind. Yeah. 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 But yes, but they, you know, yeah. I mean, but there is a certain amount of, you know, there's only so much you can't like yeah. hover. You can't helicopter while they're, no. you know, engaged. Like that's not happening. So yeah. Um, you just, just showing up at the front. Hi. Hi. Hi guys. Does yeah. anybody need some more punch? Oh, I have to talk yeah. about that though. Cause my second kid. Yeah. The one who, you know, I went through this thing with. Yeah. This was, I, I was, you know, again, from because you always bring your bullshit of to course, it. Of course, you and bring so, it right on in. Yeah. So yeah. I said from early, I said to my sons, like, just if you join a frat, I'll kill you. I'll like, kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like, just don't, yeah. I just don't even think about it. Because yeah. that's, and I went to Ohio State where yeah. it was like, just the, oh God, just I shoot don't... me, you know. Yeah. I grew so, up in Alabama. Oh, wow. So I did not go to college there, but I grew up on that campus with the machine. Oh, wow. And like the whole, I mean, the Greek system, you're right, from like birth. Yeah. You're just like, luckily I had parents that were like, "Eh, you don't really have to do that. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so immediately, of course, like kid number two is like, I don't care what you say, he said after one semester at school, I'm joining a frat. And it's like... (gasps) You know, like, okay okay but this frat I have to say like this frat sounds really kind of amazing like I think things have changed like he was describing to me that um there's a designated like in frat person yeah who's like the I mean the only equivalent I have I I happen to have written a book about adventure playgrounds so I know about this it's called a play worker and it's somebody who is a part of the playground and sort of watches without being intrusive. There's no agenda. There's no yeah. curriculum. It's like, you are going to be allowed to play with a hammer here. Are you about to kill someone? If you are, I will intervene. Right. If not, I am going to watch. And that's essentially like wow. what these people do. And they rotate like among yeah. the frat, uh, the brothers. Yeah. The, the, the higher, uh, whatever, yeah. the, you know, the King brother or whatever, like through their, <laughs> to, to do that. But I thought like, God damn, like yeah. good for you guys, you know, because those stories are harrowing and um, yeah. it's really scary. So I was, I thought that that was actually a thoughtful solution to some of the bullshit and I was yeah. happy to hear it. Yeah. And I think, I think there is, this is the, the hard Part in like letting go mm. as a parent is the I think that repetition early on, even the do not ever join a frat repetition, when they make that A, it says a lot about your kid that they spoke up and they were mm. like, nope, I'm doing it. Because I will yeah. admit it in some colleges, it is how you make networks and social, mm-hmm. like, you know, some people you just rush just to meet people, even right. if you don't want to join, right? Like that's just how some things are set up. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I feel like that repetitive 
all the different repetitions of all the different things you say to the kid when they are finally taking on the responsibility, you know, fingers crossed, they're more aware that it is in fact a responsibility. Like if Mm -hmm. I'm going to show my mom that I am going to be in a frat, and I'm going to take that with hopefully a hair more responsibility than I would have if no one had ever told me one way or the other, right? Like whatever the mantras are, Mm -hmm. you know, just to repeat them, hopefully it's like, you know, karate, right? Like you get it in your bones and then it's just there when you need it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the third kid, I'm going to ask this before we move on to genius and fails. The third kid (laughs) in high school. Now, third kid is either like I as a second child, like the smartest, sneakiest, you're never going to see him coming. Mm. Or they've gotten lots of advice from the older siblings. Or also like me, they were like, none of that is worth it, right? Like, mm. I, like there were a lot of times that like, I would find myself in situations and would think none of that's worth it, right? Oh, like that's so good. That yeah. looks dumb. Mm-hmm. And um, that was, I was crushingly unpopular. Oh, <laughs> I don't believe school. it. I, it's so, it's oh, so, again, oh God, oh God. I know high it's school. Tisk, tisk. I was like, yeah, no, I don't think. I, I want to be popular if it means you can like slap my ass and I'm supposed to giggle. Like what the oh, fuck? You know, yeah. like all that bull shit. Yeah. My, um yeah. yeah. My high schooler just came home yesterday and used this phrase like the that she was in a chemistry, like who's in your, you know, who's at your chemistry table? And it was like the two popular skanks. And yeah. I was like, oh God. Oh. Oh God! Oh God! Uh, Careful, yeah. baby! Don't you skank. Yeah, it might not be them. Who's actually using that word? I know but, it's like, but emotionally though, I got it. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No, I got it. Uh, yeah, my kids come on with that too, and I'm like, well, I remember the first time I was pulling up to pick up my oldest uh, from eighth grade, and a kid walks across the street in what I would call not clothing. And like, I, like my, like the words bubbled up in my mouth, like you are dressed like a, right. And then I was like, pull it back. She can wear whatever the fuck she wants to and then pull it back. Bids. And like, I had like, I was like, oh, gonna, gonna have to work on that. Gonna have to work through that in my, in my own head. But like, it is. It's, oh, I hate it. But I also love it because I love teens way more than oh, I teens love are so cool. little kids. I just teens couldn't the, do. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's, teens are the bomb. They are the bomb. They are I know. so cool. I don't get it. I don't get the anti-teen love. I don't, yeah. Or the anti-teen love. That's not even, a, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Doesn't the anti matter. The anti, whatever it is, the sentiment. Yeah. yeah I find not- them so much more rewarding. The toddler phase was so hard for me. I, oh my God. So much harder. Same. Yeah. Like they are able to articulate emotions. Even if that just means walking away and shutting a door. Totally. <laughs> I also... So- I was just going to say, I also feel like I still have one foot in that world. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel not like a teen still at times. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. 
and their questions are so good yeah. like why every you know yeah. like like again like the toddler why yeah but yeah. they're not like crying because the cheerio's broken like you can reason right. with them like a tiny bit more yeah. you know yeah and, but then they also do just wonderfully weird shit too uh, like you know we yeah. were just talking last week my husband joined me and we were just talking about teens in general and just like you know, food disappears in the middle of the night, like all this food. And like, you know, sometimes uh, Katie Bell is now into like sharing deep thoughts on oh, things. The best. And I'm, oh, it's the best. But it's also like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're right. Consumerism is bad. It's, you know, the best. The best. Uh, speaking of the best, you are the best. And I am so glad you joined me. And I am hoping you will stick around to share a genius and fail with us and listen to some genius and fails. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. So uh, if you're up for that, everybody stick around. We will be right back. From the Twisted Minds, that brought you the Adventure Zone, Balance and Amnesty and Graduation and Ethersea and Steeplechase and Ultra Space and all the other ones. The McElroy brothers and dad are proud to reveal a bold vision for the future of actual play podcasting. It's, um, it's called the Adventure Zone versus Dracula. Yeah, we're gonna kill Dracula's ass. We're gonna, well, we're gonna attempt. We haven't recorded all of it yet. We will attempt to kill Dracula's ass. The Avengers Zone versus Dracula. Yes, a season I will be running uh, using the D and D Fifth Edition uh, rule set. And there's two episodes out for you to listen to right now. We hope you will join us. Same bat time, same bat channel. For and bats. I see what you did there. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Amy Fusselman! I'm so excited, is joining me for Genius and Fails. Latest genius. And I... I sort of tiptoed around this last week in my genius. But Ellis came home, 10 years old, came home from school. Television has ruined my life. Uh, all my friends are watching like the show and now I'm losing my friends because I haven't watched the show and it's all they talk about. And I, you know, well, what's the show? I don't even know. They're all talking about it. It's an anime, blah, blah. And I'm just thinking, I can fix this. I will find out the show and we will watch the show. <laughs> right? Because I'm like, while television can be your enemy, it can yeah. also be your friend. There and you like, go. Also, I'm like, I'm not going to, this is deaf. There's no lesson in here that I feel I need to teach. Mm -hmm. You're 10, you have a hard time with friends and socializing sometimes. Oh, let's go watch the show. So cool. turns out it's my hero academia, which, as, as Katie Bell says, Ellis is a little young. He is 10. And then she pauses and goes, and I saw it at 11. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to watch it. And like, we're watching. I was like, hey, very surprised the other kids' parents were like, okay with it. But also I'm like, I don't give two shits anymore. Mm. 
So we started watching it. And I got to tell you, yeah, there are some moments that are deeply inappropriate, but also some great teaching moments. Like language in my house has always been like, look, I know you're going to experiment with swear words. Please let me explain what they are and what they mean, because I don't want you to learn from an idiot. There and you go. Right. Uh, don't use them in front of adults. No adult wants to hear you say it. None of them will think it's cute, except for me. I will sometimes think it's cute and it's good to practice using it correctly. So use it, you know, like that kind of thing, right? And so, so That's awesome. A lot of swingers it is definitely intense, but it's the best show ever. I like Yeah, it was like, I love watching TV with the kids. I love watching whatever they're watching. Big Ninjago fan. Mm -hmm. I was a big Wild Wild Kratts fan. Uh, You know, Steven Universe. Oh, yeah. Uh, All of those. Just some great work out there. And My Mm -hmm. Hero Academia is a lot of fun. A lot of bosoms, but a lot of fun. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Amy, have you done anything for oh gosh, genius recently? Yeah, I think, like, one thing that I did genius is my kids, my high schooler for school has a dress code, which is just so unbelievably annoying to me like it's so hard already really like I totally do not buy it that it helps blah 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 and um anyway so there's they 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 do their um you know if there's a dress day where they are supposedly come down harder on the infractions they send parents an email beforehand so I got this email tomorrow's a super dress day like all school dress day not just high school the lower school yeah and um and you know so here's my sleepy child like emerging you know from her cocoon (laughs) and ready to go to school in what I think is something that's not gonna pass muster and I just like you know I'm gonna let them yeah handle it i'm just not getting into it like if yeah. you know we'll just see if that flies you know yes! <laughs> and she i was like yeah so you know so and apparently there what they weren't it did not you know she didn't wasn't in yeah no uh so i'm like okay they yeah. maybe they just weren't feeling it but anyway i'm just letting them fight that one i'm not yeah. i'm not doing that work for them it's just ridiculous yeah no you're not that yeah. you're not doing the work for her or the school yeah. no and i'll say yeah i'm with you Both yeah dress codes Ugh. it usually is so much more about women's bodies than it is anything mm. else ding ding uh, ding and yeah. that, you know that i'm just like oh is it distracting yeah. Like that has nothing to do. Again, all the work yeah. I have to do is I see the kids walk across the street in like right. very non-clothing clothes. Well, yes. Know? Like, yeah. can I just say, like, I don't know, have you gone shopping for a 14-year-old lately? But there's two yeah. types of clothing. It's yes. like there's crop tops and there's giant pants. Yes. Those are your two choices. That's all you have. Yeah. And if like there's what do you mean there's no crop tops allowed at school? Like what are they wearing? You know, like I, there are literally no clothes out there that are not crop tops. Yeah, I, I am with you. I have a 14-year-old and there is lots of there are crop tops. There are actually they're going through some sort of weird grandpa sweater phase. Oh, but, I love that. Yeah. I'm like, go for it. And yeah. like a little, you know, 50s kind of like, you know, thrift story dress sort of thing. And so I'm like, do it. But when they come out, 
Yeah. In the, like, here's the thing. They come out in the like vintage bell-bottom jeans that fit mm. perfectly with the like tank top. And I, I she's fucking gorgeous. And I'm mm. like, I like, there are like parts of me that are like, oh no, you can't wear that out. Right. But the other part's like, yeah, you do. You fucking rock it. And I went like, <laughs> I, I'm envious of like that. You are rocking that outfit. Oh, right? like, so good. So yeah. You're just like, Ugh. I'll just walk 10 feet behind with the gun. Oh, totally. Good it's... job. Thank you. you. Good job. That's you a, too. That's... You too. You. We're try... Aren't we all trying our best? Yes. Yes. We are. Let's, let's listen to someone else trying their best. Hi, I'm calling with a genius, a dinnertime genius specifically. I made meatloaf, which is not a new thing that I've made, but, you know, kids and meatloaf is kind of like uh, hit and miss. Anyway, I got them to eat their dinner tonight because, as you can hear, they love pretending to be kittens. <laughs> and they ate it because they said it was a kitten treat. <laughs> yep. I'm doing a good job. Bye. Yeah, I don't know how many times we emphasize here lying to your children about what they're eating is a win. Like fancy party, <laughs> it's hors d'oeuvres, you know, mm. oh, it's a horse ball, it's cat food. <laughs> eat it on the floor. I don't care if you eat it on the floor. I, I do not care. But I'm this made me think some also about teens. And I'm like, how can I apply the same logic to teens? Mm. Right? Could I still get my like teen to eat it like a kitty if, they, <laughs> if there was something they didn't want to try? Mm. Like, I don't know. I don't think the answer is yes. But yeah, it's all about like K-Town at, at our house. It's like, it's <laughs> did it come from K-Town? Do you know what I mean? Then it's then it's OK. You know, like ours is yeah. just are there bulk bags of it? Because, <laughs> exactly. I mean, like yesterday, <laughs> Devin bought a brand new bag of tortilla chips to go with mm. the chili he made for dinner. And by dinner, there was like less than a third of a bag. It was just yeah. like crumbs. Anyway, oh, they're so growing good. child. Yes. Well, you're doing a great job. That is, in fact, genius. Now, totally. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. So, usually, my fails revolve around just saying something innocent to my youngest, to Ellis, 10. And then having to deal with the extreme backlash of emotional uh, unpleasantness. Uh, and I, I usually don't think about tiptoeing around the teen. But the teen is teening out in, in such a beautiful way. And I made a mistake of, like, they're coming in. I, I don't know what their emotions are from after school, but they're coming in. And they slam the front door, but our front door is weird. And like, it doesn't just smoothly glide back into the lock. It just kind of bangs. And so I said, hey, can you close the door correctly? And that was the wrong thing to say, Amy. Mm. That went into a whole long list of, I don't know how this door works yet, because we just did construction. And then I made the additional mistake of saying, it's the same door that we had prior to construction. And then that j just noises came uh, and uh, the door did get shut. 
uh, several other doors did get shut too, Amy, including <laughs> the door to any communication that was pleasant for at least Ooh. two hours. Yeah. See, but again, I I can handle that so much more than the t- the tween like outbursts that like are very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's uh, two differently wired children. But there right. you go. I spoke to my child and that was just the wrong thing <laughs> to do. I am still yeah. failing as a as a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. 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 So, lay it on me, Amy. What, did, what oh, have you done oh. that needs to be shamed publicly? Oh, God. So much. Yeah. I mean, I I feel I'm feeling that what you I think there's like some I mean, I think, you know, I like to think I'm supposedly whatever progressive, creative, blah, blah, blah. But that whole notion still of, yeah, like we're at the dinner table together. Therefore, we must be having scintillating conversation. I'm still what's up with me in that romance. It's like, especially like, because I get up earlier than anyone in my family. I'm like one of those weird, like watch the sun mom while I have my seven cups of coffee. And I, yeah, I I just love that little like solitude. And so by the time they emerge from their (laughs) bedrooms, I'm like, I'm ready, you know? And they're just like, no, I've been up till three doing you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. My philosophy <laughs> paper. And I'm not ready to talk about anything with yeah. you. you no. Know? And so just, I, like, I, I really like, I've come to, this is like, it's the fail is just trying to yeah. have anything meaningful at the table right before like 1 PM, even, even actually ever, ever. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, I really, that whole myth, like, I don't know why that dies so hard. Um, I agree, but it's like, I guess, cause there's that whole thing, like we're eating, we're talking, yeah. it's family. It's not, nah, 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 nah. there's just so much like there. And, um, you know, eating is like a very involved activity. You got to put like a lot of focus on that. Yeah. You know, you don't have to also like solve all the problems at the same time. <laughs> Maybe you and, can. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your real fail here is trying to. Yeah. Pretend that your life is the same as the ones projected on us by commercials right. and television. Who am I thinking? Shows. There's that lady, the family dinner lady. Remember her? Um, like yeah. The, yeah, um, yeah. I every, mean, it's just been every yeah, my TV show. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Dinner. Yeah. They had dinner and they sat together and mm-hmm. they laughed and they talked. And there was always like, especially in like uh, the Brady Bunch and shows like that, what I called the like weird crudite plate that was also with dinner. Like everybody had dinner. And then Alice would put out like this just big plate of like whole celery and apples <laughs> and like carrots, like nothing. Right. Just whole kids are just like ah and i'm like yeah. what is this strange crudite that yeah, you have right. made as part of your dinner uh yeah no that that is we actually uh gave up luckily on that a long time ago but we instead do games which i know you would hate but we <laughs> that's how we get through dinner is we play like super easy laid back card games Oh, like cool. With every meal. Like it's everybody gets to pick what game. Sometimes we do Mad Libs. Oh, chant. excellent. A, and I am very good at teaching my child how to properly Mad Lib. What oh, is nice. a noun? Boobs. See, like, <laughs> I mean, 
I am. Now, don't do that in public, Ellis, but it is my right. Like, you know, when you're with your friends at your slumber party or at camp, you say boobs. You say penis. Anyway. um, I'm taking that lesson myself. Yeah, it's fun. How do you do bad libs if you're not filling it with like weird stuff that's taboo? Yes. Anyway, um, life skills. All right. Let's uh, let's listen to somebody else fail. Hey, Biz. This is a fail. It is 11.15 on Christmas Eve, and I am walking in. I'm about to walk in to the mouth of hell. I'm about to walk into Target. Why? Because I stored all the wrapped Christmas gifts in the garage, all of them, including the accessory for the Santa gift. I mean, the Santa gift has the gumballs, but mom and dad thought, you know, it would be a really good idea to get a box of gumballs for the gumball machine. It occurred to me when I put all the gifts in the in the garage, I wonder if the raccoon will get to these. Well, I'll close the top of this cardboard box. It'll be fine. The raccoon ate all of the stocking candy and started tearing into the Legos and chewing on the Legos and it found the gumballs for the gumball machine. Christmas magic says I need to go now. Celeste is at home watching the kids before he has to run an errand that's going to take him out of the house for half the day today. And uh, I'm going to walk in and do this. And it will be fun, and I will get it done. But, oh, my God, this is a fail. Yeah. I knew. I knew when I put them in the garage that we have the raccoon showing up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I thought, no, he's not going to get into, like, a, a toy. He's not going to get into, like, these gumballs that you can't even yeah. really smell because they're probably, like, six years old before they're packaged. Yeah. It'll be fine, Biz. It was not fine. <laughs> Trust your instincts. Bye. Yeah, no, it wasn't Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My favorite part about this is Christmas magic tells me. (laughs) It dictates that I now have to go and save Christmas magic. Like, you know what? We can all survive the gumballs. Oh, my God. You can always get candy. But the Legos, that's cruel. That is cruel because if your target is like my target, like, Three weeks before Christmas, mm-hmm. it was as if it was the pandemic. I mean, yeah. there was not a Lego set. There was not like anything on the shelves, like well before Christmas panic sets in. Really? Like, it was, it, like, it was it, this was a weird year. And I am, yeah, yeah, your fail was, I don't know. Trying to hide the presence and yeah. prevent, like in a place that does actually make sense. That's just in a cardboard box. Why weren't Amy? Why wasn't she thinking? Oh my God, wow. Santa! It's there's so much responsibility on I Santa's shoulders. Yeah, I also just like the idea that like there could be an entire message board like thread dedicated to shaming this. Oh, oh yeah. truly, <laughs> truly. Oh my well, God. you're doing a horrible job. Uh, and I hope that Christmas was saved. And I hope your raccoon uh, continues to appreciate all the work that you're putting into mm-hmm. 
taking care of them. Amy, thank this, you uh, so much. The best. You're the best. Thank you. Are you working on anything exciting right now? I am. What I am. Hang on. I, I know. I'm I have a new novel that I my agent is probably setting a cup of coffee on right now. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, when that uh, comes out, you must come back on. I would so we love can to talk about that amongst other things. Yes. Uh, good job two in college and one, you know, teening out. I do love that 14. That is a sweet, sweet pain. It is. You're just doing a wonderful job. Thanks for coming back on. You too. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. I love you. People say not to judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. Which is why here on Just the Zoo of Us, we judge them by so much more. We rate animals out of 10 in the categories of effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics, taking into consideration each animal's true strengths, like a pigeon's ability to tell a Monet from a Picasso or a polar bear's ability to play basketball. Guest experts like biologists, ecologists, and more join us to share their unique insight into the animal's world. Listen with friends and family of all ages on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. All right, everybody, let's settle in and listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, Biz and Teresa. This is a rant. I'm just calling to say sibling rivalry sucks. I know it's developmentally normal, but it just sucks that you try your best with your kids and you try to make them each feel loved and you try to treat them each as fairly as possible. And then sometimes one little thing is different and to them that means that you don't trust them you're not listening to them you don't love them as much and i totally understand that this is a developmentally normal thing but it just is frustrating just had a little long meltdown by my eight-year-old because he was jealous about one little thing over his brother and that turned into oh you never ever listen to me you always trust him more than me you listen to him more than me you do things with him more than me mm. and it's just hard when you're trying your best as a parent and you don't feel appreciated because <laughs> they feel like yeah you're not doing a good job even though you're trying to do the best you are so, anyway, I hope you're having a good day. You're doing a good job. Generally, so am I, even if my kids don't always think so. Thanks. Bye. Uh, yeah, it's exhausting. And you are doing a really good job, by the way. Uh, I am not your child, so I can give you an honest, like, perspective on all of this. Sibling rivalry developmentally appropriate. All of those things are good. Going to make them 
better humans out in the world, I guess. Some some report said somewhere. Like my big takeaway from this is how exhausting it is. This additional emotional labor that for some reason we are doing to try uh, well you get this and you get i mean like i i i don't know what the correct way to do it is you know i want i have myself even said yeah you're right that kid gets to do it first because they're you know have shown i mean to be honest i say something like you have now shown the responsibility and the wise decision making blah 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 but to be fair as a second child uh, I got to watch television long before my sister did. I got to stay up later long before my sister did. I got a stereo before she did. I got a computer before, right? Like, well, not a computer. Those weren't, those weren't around. We had a K-Pro desk computer and the game was little P's and O's jumping over each other because it was the 80s. Anyway, the, uh, but they, sometimes, out of necessity, your children will be treated differently, right? And what's like, I, I, you know that we all know that, right? What gets hard is when you are already working so hard as a parent for your children to point anything out is the worst thing. It's awful. It's awful because you want the response to be like, oh, do you think you've been treated unfairly? Oh, oh, do you want me to go in and take everything out of that room right now? Because I will. Developmentally, they cannot understand the larger picture of needs and who got what and when because everything is so immediate, right? But that is not a reflection on whether or not you are actually Killing it as a parent, doing what is best for each child. I remember my mother used to say, you guys are different children, and so there are different rules for you because we were different and your children are different. And I think I think that's okay. You, you're tired, man. All of these rants come down to the same thing. We are fucking broken and haggard. We are ghostly husks walking about with critical children who are criticizing. This isn't the Emmys board meeting. You don't get to tell me what is happening and who deserves what. It is, and we all want to be really good people and not be like, fuck you, shut up. Go to your go to your room or or you know, you don't know how lucky you have it. We're all trying to break those old cycles and systems. But the system that never gets broken is how tired we are. Okay. And so you are doing a remarkable job. We cannot stop our children from occasionally being developmentally appropriate jerks. But what we can do is see each other. And I see you and I see how garbage that conversation was you had, you had to have with your kid and how tired you are and how you are doing your best. And I see you 
and you are not alone and you are doing a remarkable job. And everybody out there who's experiencing this, because you are, because we're not alone, we are not isolated in our parenting experiences, know that you are doing a good job. When you're tired and little children say nasty things that they don't even realize are mean, it is hard. It's hard to take it. It just is. You're doing a really good job. Everybody, you're all doing a really good job. So you know what? Let's all just lower that bar because this is impossible to get anything done ever. And having kids in our house is really difficult and hard. And we can't always be the better person, all right? Sometimes we deserve to throw a tantrum. And if we are very good, we will throw our tantrum in our own room or a bathroom or in a car in a Target parking lot. But you deserve it. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, my husband, Stephen Lawrence, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported. Directly. By you.